Thank you for tuning into this episode of Rainy Days with Tabs. I'm your host, Tabitha, and it's such a pleasure to have you here today. Um, it's really nice to be back and recording, and um, I miss you guys. I miss talking. It's weird. I miss talking. Um, I miss, I guess, just sharing, you know, what's going on in my life, and um, definitely took a break last week. Because I was out of town, as some of you may already have figured because of um, my social media on Instagram. But I was in Orlando, and I did not originally go to Orlando for Disney. Um, Disney was something that just kind of happened. But in fact, I was in Orlando. I left Wednesday. I left Wednesday afternoon and I went over to Orlando for a conference, um, the Alive Conference 2021, hosted by Alive Church. Um, I don't know if, I mean, I didn't really know these pastors other than the fact that a friend of mine goes to their church in Gainesville, but Pastor Ken Clater and Tabitha Clater, her name is spelled T-A-B-A-T-H-A. I always find it so interesting, like the different ways that people spell Tabitha, because I'm like, you want to be so different so bad. <laughs> She's older than me, so whatever. But um, I don't really like, I mean, I don't, is anybody else like this? Like, I don't like when people have my name. Like, it bothers me. I don't know how people like that have like the most basic names do it. Like, how do you do it? Anyways, JK, JK. Um, not really. I really don't like it. But Tabitha Clater is the epitome of style and grace. I mean, she's just such an amazing woman of God. And I mean, the way that she carries herself is like, she's, she's a pio woman for sure. Um, pioneer type woman. That's some, that's one of their ministries at um, their church, but basically they have a church in Gainesville. Um, and they just opened up another location in Orlando. And so they had a grand opening maybe like two weeks ago, had Travis Green over there, um, real cool stuff. And so they had their conference and I found out about the conference because the friend of mine that I told you that goes to their church in Gainesville um, shared the conference promo. And I was like, yo, that seems like it, it would be like a really good time. And so I started asking like a couple of my friends like, hey, do you want to come with me? Yada, yada. Kept hearing no. I can't come. This reason, that reason. I'm like, dang. All right, God, I, I get it. You want me to go by myself? So I'll go by myself. And that was probably like the best decision ever because I really enjoy my company. I mean, I I really enjoy my own company. You know, I'm not going to lie. There's times when I don't feel like I'm beautiful enough or I don't feel, you know, like I feel like I lack that some of that self-confidence. But when it comes to like my personality, I don't think I ever... Um, I don't know. I probably have maybe like when I was younger, but right now I don't think I have any insecurities about my personality because I really enjoy my own company. Like I am everything I want other people to be a little bit, you know, like, and they can be like a little bit more rambunctious than me, but I'm, I'm like that down to earth person and, you know, I'll get litty if I have to, but really like, I'm just cool, calm and collected. The one thing I have been noticing about myself though, and I did not like, I've, I've been told, but I was like, dang, you really friendly. So yeah, I learned that I'm very much friendly. I, 
never really believed that because I'm an introvert um, and I really do value my own personal space. But my when my extroverted tendencies come out, I mean, they come out and it's kind of like put a lid on all that sunshine, girl. Like you are just like beaming. And so I say all that to say, like, I went to the conference, of course, alone, and I definitely was able to like get a number of a of a young lady um and it's because i walked up to her she was literally sitting there minding her business i was sitting there minding my own business too and i was fine but i'm like you know she's sitting there alone let me go give her company just in case she wants it and i'm like this would be a really cool opportunity for me you know to maybe even share you know uh, my podcast and just to get to know somebody else like i love making connections because you never really know where those connections would lead i'll give you i mean that will literally be you know a preface to how I got to Disney and basically how I basically got into Disney for free. So y'all, you know, you just got to make connections. You got to be friendly sometimes, not all the times, but catch people vibe and you know, you could, things could work out for you. But anyways, I met a young lady there. She was actually from Miami and a friend of hers that goes to the Alive location in Orlando told her to come up. And so I thought that was really cool. And she she lives here and um, I plan on connecting with her, but she's going to be moving. And I'm like, why does this keep happening to me? Like I keep running into people that I'm like, yo, like this friendship could like, we could actually develop something here. And they end up moving away. I, I'm very much convinced that God wants me to be alone in this season. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But don't you want me to have community? You're confusing me. Two and two are not going together. <laughs> so um, that's that. The Alive Conference was amazing. I would have to say it was probably like the best three days of this year. I was close to saying of my life, but that's a really big deal considering I've had many, 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 many days um, of my life, but for sure it's up there in terms of just having an authentic, great time and even like laughing with people that sat in my same row and us making jokes and, you know, just being able to sit there freely and not really, I didn't have nothing holding me down. I didn't have, you know, any itinerary holding me down. I was just able to hone into that moment and just kind of focus on my relationship with God and just his people. And all of the speakers were amazing. Um, Tabitha Clater actually had a word for us on one of the days and her word is kind of like a transition into like what this episode is going to be about. And I'm going to try to make the episode, you know, within the 30 minutes. But if I go over, please forgive me. I just this has really been bubbling on my heart in terms of like just what I'm going through right now. And I didn't, I don't think I ever really put a name to it because I felt like there's just no way that this is what it is because I would have thought it would have been more. Anyways, you saw the title. Um, I realized that I struggle with anxiety and I did not realize that like months ago. Like I realized that literally like, <laughs> what was it? Like the day before yesterday, I was texting one of my friends and I was telling her we were talking about something and I was like oh you know I'm looking forward to this that and the third and she was saying um girl why are you thinking over like why are you thinking that far like I'm just trying to get through this week and I'm like I know my therapist and I have concluded that I have a problem I said I want to be like you and she was like and what problem is this because she wasn't like really sure as to like what that problem was and I was like I live in the future and not in the present. She was like classic 
anxiety indeed. And so what's cool about this friend is that she is a therapist. And so you kind of just anything that somebody says to you, just like, well, not anything, but like for her specifically, being a therapist, for her to say classic anxiety indeed, I'm like, ah, that's what it's called that I'm struggling with. And I was like, yeah, it's so annoying. And she was like, it took me a while to get here, but the difference is I don't react to my thoughts anymore. I still have them. I just decide to worry about it later. I literally delay the worry. And when it's time to worry, I have a plan. It takes practice though. So that was like her advice for me. But I think what dawned on me was like, I just, just the simple fact that I never even knew that that's what it was that I dealt with. I always knew like I had this type A personality and it's just the worst thing in the world because I want to be in charge of everything concerning my life. Like, I want to know everything. Like, I want to know absolutely everything. And I I know it just comes from a point of like, just, I don't, <laughs> I have to say it. I have to say it as what it is. I don't trust God. I mean, there's no other explanation. I mean, like, not that I don't trust him because I do. I just don't trust him enough. Let's be real, right? I don't trust him enough. I haven't gotten to that place of like, let me surrender. And it's ridiculous because everything in my life has pointed to me being able to trust this God, being able to trust the God of the Bible, being able to know that, yo, he exists and his plans for me are beyond my own greatest desires. And you just don't know that yet, Tab. Just relax. And I cannot relax. I am on edge all of the time especially with things concerning my future forget my present the things concerning my future I'm like okay God so what we what we gonna do and I just want to be a part of the plan like just you know let me know what you want to do so I can so I can direct you (laughs) I want to give God directions y'all I want to be like no 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 um I don't want to live there I want to live here so just change the plans around that's all you have to do just change it around and god is like no tabitha no are you kidding me like so you know better than me girl and i'm like yeah i do (laughs) duh like come on now and so it's just been you know it's been a thing for me i don't know why i'm like this but i am i know like part of why i worry you know, I, I'm that person that like feels like some things are generational. It could be that the fact that my mom is a worrier, um, but my mom is a present worrier. So she worries about things in the present. Like, you know, me, I guess it's present. Um, so like her wanting me to be home at a certain time so that nothing happens to me. Like she's just like a, she's a worrier. Me, I feel like my worries and my anxieties really come for like the future and like my future plans. It's like, I want to be in charge of those things. And there's been moments where I'm, I even worry about the things that I guess that I can control, but I should relax on. So I was the president of shape in high school. And it was one of, you know, the largest clubs at the school. And it's primarily because we gave off, we gave out volunteer hours and that's a really big deal if you want to graduate right and so I had a whole bunch of you know other people on my I just call it cabinet um people that were doing other things I had the vice president the secretary this that and the third and there were many times when I just did not delegate tasks to them that 
I should have or I could have delegated so I could like take some things off my back because I had this idea of "Mm -mm, if my hands is not in it, it's not going to get done right. And so I was taking on a lot when I was literally able to give, but I didn't trust them. Mm -mm, If I don't do it, it's not going to get done correctly, which was completely false. I just I just I had to be a part of everything. And that's something that I feel like has just been God's struggle with me. of him just being like Tabitha let it go and I'm like no let it go Tab and I'm like no why would you want me to let it go you let it go (laughs) okay we let go on (laughs) three (laughs) I'm like okay let's let go on three (laughs) and he's like Tabitha if you don't let this thing go and I'm like but no why won't you let me like participate I don't know, guys. I have a problem. And I feel like I'm not alone, right? There are a lot of things that we just kind of want to know about. And you don't know. You don't know what's going to come out of it. And you're just like, but why can't I know right now? Why can't you just let me know right now so that I can, like, you know, feel better, right? Because when you have anxiety, your chest is heavy. You can't sleep. Your mind is racing. And just like I was telling you, my friend was saying that she delays those thoughts and she delays those worries. I'm like, I don't even know what that's like. I mean, I don't feel like I delay them. If I have a good, decent day where I'm not thinking about my future, it's not because I delayed it. It's because I literally distract myself. And I'm like, you know what? Let me focus on this right now. And I have to do that. But like she said, it takes practice and it takes a lot of practice. Um, and it's not something I've mastered at all, at all. So I remember growing up, we used to sing this song <laughs> at church and it goes, do something good in my life, something good in my life, something good and new in my life. Oh, Lord. So that was the song. And then we used to add another song on top of it that like coincides with it. Like you sing that song and then you go into the other song and the other song went, Lord, whatever you're doing in the season, don't do without me. And I just remember singing that song and just like being like, yes, God, you know, whatever it is you're going to be doing in this season for your people, just um, I want to be a part of it. I hope that my blessing will come in this season too, which I feel like is the purpose of that song. You should not be surprised to find out that as the years have gone on, <laughs> the meaning of that song has changed for me. So it says, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me. I mean that literally, right? I'm like, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, you gotta include me. You have to let me know what your plans are so that I can participate. So I can tell you yes. So I can tell you no. So I can give you some direction as to how to do it. And I'm like, Tabitha, you have a problem. Like you need help. You need to stop. Stop trying to be in control of absolutely everything. And I don't know how to do that, guys. I don't know how to not be in control of absolutely everything. If anything, I should be in control. I should I should help God, right? <laughs> Doesn't he need my help? <laughs> and I say this and I laugh about it and I'm saying it, of course, jokingly. But belief precedes behavior. 
And I've come to realize that I don't trust God as much as I'd like to think I do. Hence, why my behavior just, it manifests itself as so, right? So I think about a most recent situation. Like when I was at the conference, um, I knew that my friend was going to be there. The first night I went, the first night I did not see her at all. Um, All of Thursday morning, up until the afternoon, I did not see her at all. But before on my way, on my driving, driving up to Orlando, I had a moment with God, you know, of course in the car. And I was like, Lord, you know, I want to believe that if I ask you for something that you're going to give it to me. Um, And I want to be specific with my prayers. I want to ask you to do this, that, and the third. And so what I had asked God, and I was like, I don't want to do this because there's been times when I've asked God for something specifically, like I've asked for something in specifics, like, okay, I want it to be done this way. And it does not happen. And so I'm not going to lie, like going into that prayer was like, I honestly, I don't trust you to do it. Like, I don't trust that it's going to happen. Not that I don't trust you. I don't trust that it's going to happen. For me, I've heard it happen for others, but I don't trust it's going to happen for me. And so what I had asked God specifically was that I would run into that young woman, that young lady, and that she would give me a word from God that I had been asking for. Mind you, Wednesday night has come. I don't see her. Thursday, basically all day has come and I don't see her. And so I'm starting to be like, oh, my gosh, she's not here. It's really not going to happen. God is not going to be able to use her to to speak a word with a word to me because she's not even here. And so because I really, really, really did not trust God, I saw her husband and I asked if she was here. And he was like, yeah, she is. And I when I tell you, like, the guilt I felt immediately after I asked, it was pretty asinine because I felt so sick to my stomach. I was like, oh my God, Lord, I really don't believe you. I really don't trust you. I really, I really can't leave this alone. Like I really don't want to back up. And that's a problem. It, I just felt horrible. And I saw her that night. Yeah, I saw her that Thursday night. And, you know, it was really nice to like connect with her and see her and everything. And I saw her again. Like, I feel like once I saw her that night, I saw her again for the rest of the conference. But did she have like a word for me? No. And I I don't know if God didn't give her a word for me because of my mistrust. I think of myself kind of like as Peter that walked off the boat. And the moment he saw the waves, he started to drown. I felt like that. I felt like I was having a drowning moment because I'm like, oh my goodness, I missed out. I don't know. I mean, it could be that. But how I'm feeling right now is like I missed out on God being able to show me something spectacular because of my unbelief, because I really didn't believe he would do it. And that hurts my feelings. It doesn't, (laughs) it hurts my feelings. Like it hurts, not my feelings, but it's like, it bothers me because I'm like, wow, like, you really profess, like, you really say that you trust God and you profess to be a Christian. You profess, you know, to be someone that, you know, believes in God. But although you believe in the idea of him and you believe in him as as a God and as a rule of this universe, you don't trust him to do simple, basic things that you've asked him. Like, you don't trust him enough. You don't trust him as much as you think you trust him. Um, you trust him in, in this area of, like, protecting your house and, like, 
protecting your livelihood and protecting everybody else in your life but like the specific things that you should be trusting him in you're like no I don't mm -mm, I don't think you could do this the way I, I want you to do it when in fact it shouldn't be the way I would want him to do it because if he did it the way I wanted it it would just be a mess and that's just the simple fact of it it would be a mess so I was on my way to the dentist this morning and um, ran across a sermon by Pastor Stephen Furtick. And I don't remember the title of the sermon at all. I'm not going to lie to you. But it was talking about, um, what was it talking about? Oh, it was talking about what you can't control, like letting go of what you cannot control. And in this message, Steve basically, I said Steve, like you, my friend, Stephen, <laughs> Basically describes a situation where he's talking to his physical therapist, to a friend who happened to be a physical therapist. And um, he was telling the friend, yo, like my elbow is hurting. And so the friend is like, I guess he examines him. He's like, um, it seems like you have a golfer's elbow. And Steve is like, well, that's odd considering the only two times I've played golf was when I was much younger. And that was like not even a real game because we didn't hit all nine holes or whatever. And so Steve tells him, so how, what's like the cause of that? He was like, the only thing I could relate to my elbow hurting is I've been lifting a lot of weights in the gym. Um, the trainer corrects him and says, well, it's not the amount of weight that you have been lifting, but in fact, how hard you were gripping the weight. You would be able to lift a lot more if you would lift, loosen your grip. When I tell you that hit me, because I always felt like in my life, like with situations and you know, the the trajectory of my life in terms of how I'd like things to go. If you've ever like noticed when someone's hand is on a bar, like a monkey bar, how can I explain it? So like, I feel for myself, like the vision that I had when after listening to this message was, I felt like my hand was on a monkey bar and God <laughs> was trying to remove every little, like remove every finger one by one. <laughs> and every time he would remove one, I'd put it back down. And so he's like making his way all, he starts with my pinky. And so he's making his way all the way to my thumb. But by the time he gets to my thumb, all the rest of my four fingers have already been put down. It's kind of like I refuse to let go of how I'd like my future to go. And I don't know why I want to be in control because I don't know, I feel helpless. I feel useless, I guess. I feel like, uh, but like, what am I supposed to do here now? I'm just supposed to wait. And I know that's not what I'm supposed to do. I know I can like work in the meanwhile, but it's just it's this need to be in control. It's, it's really stifling my growth in more ways than I can imagine. And I feel like if I were to just continue on talking about this, this episode would be hours long on the amount of things that my anxiety has stifled me from. And so, you know, I would love to eventually at some point make a how to cope or how to deal with anxiety. But like I said, belief precedes behavior. And I'm honest with myself enough to know that I don't trust God enough in the season um, to plan out my future for me, even though I know that he's, he is like literally the only person that has complete ultimate control and that will do, that will plan out my future expeditiously <laughs> and wonderfully and I literally have nothing to worry about but I do and so from the words of 
Tabitha Clater. Uh, she said that if you want to see the promises of God in your life, you will have to settle some things. And so for myself, my first step in dealing with my anxiety would be to settle that God loves me. I need you to settle that God loves you. Settle that the shortest way is not always the best way. And to settle the word of God within me. I had to write down, I usually write down verses on my whiteboard in my room, like before, like as the weeks go by, like every Sunday, I write down a verse on my board, something for me to look at throughout the week. And I love them because they always somehow speak to, you know, the season that I'm in or just, you know, questions that I have about my life. And the verse I wrote down, which I'll share with you guys, which will be my verse for this episode is Psalm 19, verse 105. And for some of those, some for some of you who may not know who wrote the book of Psalms, that was David, King David, who went through a lot. He went through a lot. He did a lot. He was a real human being, right? And so... It says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Let's pray. Gracious Father, I just want to tell you thank you for um, all those that are listening. Thank you for this episode. Thank you for allowing me to be honest about where I stand. It feels really icky here. It feels nasty. It feels uncomfortable to know that I don't really trust you. I'm so sorry that I don't trust you. I'm sorry that I don't trust you enough. Um, Can you help me with my unbelief? I don't know who it was in the Bible. I can't remember. Maybe it was Peter when he stepped out on the water. Uh, When you asked him like, yo, what happened? Like you was literally walking. Um, And then you saw the wind and the waves and, and then you started to sink. Help me to remind myself that you have helped me walk on water before. There are things that I never even could have imagined would have happened. And I'm literally living in it sitting in it just in a hot tub jacuzzi in it I mean just simmering um and I didn't trust you then but you still made it happen for me I'm praying that you will help me to settle within myself that you will light the path for me and yes God it seems dark it seems uninhabitable I mean there's times when I'm just not even sure what you're doing up there. I'm talking to you. I'm hearing nothing. There's times I'm talking to you and you talking back. I mean, it's just, it varies. <laughs> it varies sometimes if I have to be honest. And I know I'm not the only person that feels that way. And so, Lord, I'm just asking you to help us with our unbelief. Help us with the anxieties that we're dealing with and just how hard it is to face, forget today. You know, we're, we're trying to face tomorrow and tomorrow doesn't even belong to us. Help us to deal with those things that are a little too heavy. Help us to loosen our grip so we can have the proper form and we can carry the weight appropriately. Ooh, that's a good one. We love and trust in you, not because we deserve anything, but because you're a great God. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. You guys know it does not rain always, but it's raining today. So please go stand in the rain. 